Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Wild Wasteland. As always, I'm Dean Maldonado, and with me is the two-paid Michael Johnson. Thank you, thank you. Yes, I'm here. He's wearing a fucking wig. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, you know, we gotta protect our identity. Yeah, I know. This is gonna be like, a. This is a really uh. This is interesting episode. Yeah, this one uh, might get us killed. You know, I actually titled my document on this. Uh, Welcome to the NSA's list. I was just talking to a friend about how he could be. Uh, hmm. Let me word this in a way that doesn't hit. Hmm. He. Uh oh. Uh, he has an online business. Okay. And he makes money, and he puts his money in like a PayPal. Like people pay with PayPal, and he hasn't been reporting that money. <laughs> so. He has like a hundred thousand dollars in it. So you're trying to talk about tax evasion without exposing who is evading taxes? Well, yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna say his name, but I hope not. But yeah, it, but it's like, hmm. I was talking about him on the phone. Uh oh. So someone definitely probably heard it. Probably. I mean, all of our phones are tapped since yeah. Bush. Yeah. Really, since nine eleven. But we're not talking about either of uh, Bush or, I mean, we'll get to 9-11, but we're not talking about Bush today. We're talking about some guy. Um, or tax evasion. Yeah, it's actually not tax evasion. We're talking about a very controversial figure. Yeah, this might split the podcast in two. I hope so. Yeah. Because I only want half the listeners. <laughs> you get you keep the wasteland, I'll keep the wild. All right, that works for me. I like a good wasteland. I like to be wild. You have freedom in the wasteland. But true freedom. We are talking about Edward Snowden today. Oh shit! Who this Michael awesome. just found out is uh, gay. No, he's what same age as you? Yeah, no, he's he's a little bit older. He's like five years older. How old are you? Uh, thirty-one. Yeah, he is five years older. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, this is this blew my mind when I found out how young he is. He couldn't even when this all when all this shit went down. He couldn't even run for president. Mm-hmm. Barely able to uh, smoke and drink. I mean, he was, yeah, he was 29 when uh, his Sheesh. life cracked in half and he had to be, he got stuck in Russia. God, stuck in Russia at the age of 29. And now he is not the WikiLeaks guy. That's or, a different guy. That's Julian Assange. Yeah, he's currently in a prison somewhere. He is in a random prison that we don't know about. Yeah, he's, he's currently keep, in a black site. Yeah, we keep getting random videos of him looking very distressed. Do they play metal music and hang him from the ceiling? No, 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 no. We're oh. done with that. The good old days. I know. Waterboarding. Ugh, miss it. Let's drill into his head. Yeah, or just put the drill find. right next to his head. Scare the shit out of him. Oof. And have a German shepherd bark in his face as we're kicking him. You know that you can have like a bit that is specifically meant to drill into metal, mm-hmm. and then you can drill it up against your head and it wouldn't do anything because your head isn't metal. Yeah, I totally don't believe that. No, that's how those, uh, like, if you see those videos online of like monks like saying, like, oh, I've made my skin 20 times tougher than everything. They're using metal drill bits because the way that it works. Okay, I've never seen those videos, and I don't think I want to, because like, what if it goes wrong? Then you're just Ooh. watching fucking... <laughs> a guy drill his fucking head. Yeah, that's just death on screen. No, I, I wouldn't mind it. It's I like know. a happy surprise. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a, I was watching Eric Andre being interviewed by Larry King. Yeah. Great interview. No, I love that one because he's just fucking with 
Larry, Larry King, King, the, King the whole time. Yeah, and, he's and Larry like, King is fucking with him. Like it's pretty great. Oh yeah, like and Larry King like, knew it right away. He was like, "What? What's the craziest thing you would want to happen? Have happen?" He was like, "I just want to like kill myself in front of an audience." Oh okay, tell me more about <laughs> you like, killing. I, I would love to have my. And Larry was like, "What? What method would you use?" And he was like. I would skydive onto. Uh, I would skydive with no parachute onto a bed of nails. <laughs> He's like, or just have my head explode. Yeah, I like I like that interview because you can really see the gears working in Eric's fucking head because he's usually expecting someone to be like, "What? Yeah, and be what? shocked. You're so crazy." But Larry King's like, "Really? Tell me more." He's <laughs> yeah. just like, "Uh, mm, um, I wasn't expecting this." It's like, shit, I have to have an answer. Ah, uh, fuck. Uh, <laughs> or I'm gonna, then I'm gonna look like the idiot. But, yeah, so Edward Snowden, people either think that he's a hero or he's a communist. Where, where, where are you at? I think he's a communist hero. I really think that, I mean, well, first off, he's a whistleblower. And my no God. No cat calling. This is a non-cat calling uh, podcast. Fuck off. I can call cats as much as I want. All I need is a can opener and some, uh, what are those things called? Uh Tuna. Now, what makes him go crazy? Catnip. Catnip. Yeah. yeah. You know how I cat call? How? I, I call my local movie theater and I'm like, what time is Cats playing? Boo. <laughs> Fucking boo. <laughs> I don't know if I'm booing more for the movie or for that joke. Oh my God, boo. That's That, that joke was the best thing to happen to Cats <laughs> since the movie came out. Yeah, you're not wrong. That and uh, Ricky Gervais name dropping it on Golden Globes. <laughs> yeah, that, if you haven't, wa- we Dean and I just watched it. If you haven't seen it, uh, you probably should because it's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna plug another person. God damn it, Michael! Oh, we we plugged another podcast and, a, and another a person. random comedian. <laughs> two two random comedians oh, and fuck. Larry King. God damn it! Well, we're talking about Edward Snowden today. We really are. I promise we the are. The communist hero that we all need. A lot of people think that he, you know, hates America. If anything, he loves America. That's the most love thing. To be a whistleblower? Yeah, especially with that. <laughs> like, if you, yeah. if you don't see, if you don't understand, like, like, the government's doing something fucked up. You know that they're doing something fucked up. You tell everybody that the government's doing something fucked up, and then you're the villain? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, what, it's because of, go- of the way the government stacks itself, where it's like, with the, all the classifications yeah. and, you know, classified, top secret, top, top secret, all that shit. Like, and they just love twisting it in a way. Oh, we're protecting we're, You're protecting assets and American lives, and he's obviously trying to get those people killed. And it's like, mm, not really. So he is, at this point, stuck in Russia. And uh, we'll probably get to that in the next episode as to how he got stuck in Russia. This is probably going to be like an eight-part series, especially. Nah, I'm thinking I'm thinking about like two, maybe three. Oh, okay. But. Let's get into it. Just for listening or downloading this episode, you most likely are now on uh, at least one list. Most You're likely welcome. by the NSA. So, yeah, welcome to the party. We, yeah, whenever Dean and I talk about this on the phone, we always hear a click. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, they... The book, Permanent Record, that Edward Snowden wrote. First off, if you haven't read it, please go out, buy a copy. Sadly, the money all goes to the government instead of Edward Snowden. But um, honestly, it's a great read just so that you can understand more fully 
how the internet itself works and how all of your devices work. Cause like, I didn't know jack shit about the cloud or about, you know, how the internet was built. Yeah. There's always that picture with like the internet and it's like an iceberg and it's like the top of the iceberg is what we do on the internet and everything else is like the deep web. It's a uh, bank, bank stuff, the, the things that you can't access that is just like, yeah, there's, the there's a lot levels. of things that, that are run through the internet that you can't get access to. Hospitals, um, anything, like anything that, like it's just so weird that it's, it's all just there. Then you can get it if you know the, the right path, but yeah, it's really hard to get to. But the thing is that what that did is it streamlined a lot of processes because before you had a, you know, connected internet, you had a bunch of different languages that different computers would send messages in. And so if you didn't have the right language or you didn't have the address to a certain IP yeah. and you, you really couldn't send anything to anyone. Well, that was the invention of the World Wide Web, mm-hmm. the www that's in front of everything. Like, Yeah, and it, then it, they were able to use the extensions.org.com, yeah. .this, .edu, whatever, to classify what type of message and where it was going. And then you have the URL. It, it's It's very technical. Yeah. But it's also super cool to figure out. But let's talk about Snowden, right? So Edward Snowden is from North Carolina. Uh. And my God, this guy's family tree is as American as it gets. He, on his mother's side, uh, they came to America on the fucking Mayflower. <laughs> so you know they're crazy. Mm-hmm. Her, Jesus. <laughs> her her great, great, great grandfather, so his, his mother's... Yes. Great, great, great grandfather. Right. Was John Alden, who was the barrel maker on the Mayflower, and he married the only single woman of marriageable age in the entire Plymouth colony. Wow. So you know this guy was big dick swinging. Yeah. He had to be. He bagged the only person there. Pretty much the only woman that we knew about in the entire country. Mm hmm. And then their daughter, Elizabeth, was the very first pilgrim born child in New England. Jesus. Now, descending from her is a fucking army of people who built the nation and literally fought in every single conflict since the Revolutionary War. God damn. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, on his father's side, uh, his grandfather and his father were both incredibly high up in the Coast Guard. Oh, the Coast Guard. Because his father's side came from Richard Snowden, who was a British major who arrived in Maryland in 1658. Jesus. They moved there for religious freedom as Quakers. Oh, these fuck those people are nuts, dude. And actually his uh Richard Snowden was the only British officer who was there to welcome William Penn in 1682. <laughs> what the Really? Yeah. This is insane. This I know. His roots are like super ingrained in, in America. This could be the most American person that's ever existed. I think it might be because it's, it's crazy. And all he's known for is being a whistleblower who is deeply rooted in the internet. That's really it. Yeah. That And I mean, unless you watch that fucking Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie called Snowden, which... Kinda. I didn't see it. Kinda, sorta does a good job relaying who this guy is. Not really. 
wasn't accurate? It was accurate enough. It wasn't like, you know, brass tacks accurate. No. Really, I mean, one of the biggest things that was an issue with it is how he got the documents that he was a whistleblower for out of the NSA, which in he the movie, in, his backpack. in the movie, he has like a micro SD chip oh. that he puts in like a secret compartment inside of the Rubik's cube that he has all the time. Oh, because Snowden did always have a Rubik's cube. He, he loved them. He can like solve them really fucking quick. I hate, I hate Rubik's cube. He does it for, does it for anxiety. I'm pretty sure. Okay. But yeah, in the movie, he like, Joseph Gordon like pops off one of the tiles, puts the micro SD chip in there and puts it back on and then doesn't put it through the scanner. He like tosses it to the security guard who's like playing with it as he goes through the scanner and then he has the fucking documents. I see. I saw that part in the trailer. That's really not how it happened. Oh. But, you know, we can hope. He just like, what did he do? Well, we'll get to that. Oh, okay. Because this guy's a fucking MacGyver. It's incredible. Wow. There, there's even one point in his life when he's uh, trying to evade any type of acknowledgement of what he's doing before he blows his whistle. And uh, he's like, instead of just like sitting at a McDonald's to get free Wi-Fi. Yeah. He like, from basically like radio, from like a Radio Shack, effectively makes this... Uh, antenna that will randomly pick up internet signals and jump from one to the other yeah rapidly and like breaks the password gets right in kind of shit like he would bike around town just picking up a bunch of different wi-fis and using all of them at the same time wow it's incredible what this guy can do he's in, he's arguably one of the most ingenious people with a computer in modern history outside of Julian Assange. I love watching those hack videos where, like, they go to, like, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen or even know what I'm talking about. What, DEFCON? Yeah, like DEFCON. And they're like, oh, let me just show you real quick. Uh, okay, now this ATM can play Doom. It's just like, what? <laughs> like, Yeah, there was a... I was watching a video on that. Uh, there was a reporter who, like, invited these three hackers to try and hack him. Instantly. They hacked him before he, he even knew that they were hacking him. Yeah, one of them was like showing him like screenshots because he like he like faked an email and put a Trojan in a hyperlink and then made that Trojan get all of the uh all of the info and like really like override the system yeah. by falsifying like a system update pop-up box. Mm-hmm. And so like when the system update box came up, the guy would hit like, you know, tell me again later. Yeah. Instead of like download just because he hit anything on it, yeah, it downloaded the whole thing. <laughs> and so, like, the guy was getting, like, every three or five seconds was getting a screen grab of his screen and mm-hmm. a picture through the, the camera. Jesus. Um, and then there was also this woman who hacked into his email. She got all of his information. Mm-hmm. What she did was she called his phone company... And a, played a SIM card or something. Played a video in the background of a crying baby, so she could be like, "I'm so sorry, like, this baby's crying. I have a lot to do," kind of thing. Oh like, yeah, yeah. And uh, pretended to be his brand new wife or his girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Got herself his email and his phone number, uh, and all of his 
banking information mm-hmm. and put herself on the account and change the password <laughs> all in like two minutes on the yeah. phone. So those are crazy fucking videos, but this no. guy's even better. I know. Yeah. Now the first time he saw a computer was in 1990. Okay. Seven years old. Mm-hmm. He was born in 1983. Yeah. His, uh, his dad who was, incredibly high up at the Coast Guard, would always bring home some new things to play around with. And the fir- he brought home a Commodore 64, which is one of the very first 8-bit home computers. Yeah. It seems old for 1990, though. The Commodore 64? Yeah, that's something from, like, the 70s, 80s. It's weird. Yeah. I mean, hey, he brings home better ones later. Okay. Whatever, but- whatever gets you there, man. Whatever helps you compute... Yeah, his his father was the chief warrant officer in the aeronautical engineering division of the Coast Guard. Wow. And worked at their headquarters. Jeez. And Snowden's mom got a job working for the NSA as a clerk at an independent insurance and benefits association. So mm-hmm. they were both working. One was at the Coast Guard headquarters, one was at NSA headquarters. This guy was meant to fucking work for the government. Yeah, no, exactly. But they couldn't tell any. Like, I bet their conversations were pretty lax. Like, hey, uh, what did you do today at work? Can't tell you. Can't That's tell how you. my neighbors were when I lived in Fairfax Station. Like, uh, if they work for the government, they're just like, yeah, I work for the government. You're like, oh, what do you do? And they're like, can't, can't really tell you. I'd have to kill you. And it's so funny because all of them are like pretending like, oh, yeah, you know, it's really classified. I'm doing. Yeah, it's not that impressive. And yeah, they're probably just doing fucking taxes and paperwork. If that, they're probably janitors. Sometimes, sometimes they are. Sweep up the room. That's probably a really well-paying job. Uh, they probably contract it out. The government contracts everything. I know, that's what I'm saying. And that's actually a big part of um, of Snowden, because he's one of the few people to start as a contractor, then become a government agent, and then go back to contracting, because contracting is where the money is. Yeah, better, better money. Yeah. And you're less of a slave. Not really. You're literally working at the exact same job, just someone else is paying you to do it. Yeah, but you can just be like, dude, I quit. You can't quit the government. They won't let you. That's except, fair. Except you need, he did. You need at least two weeks' notice. Yeah. But so when his father brought home a new computer, which was the uh, the Compact Presario 425. Oh, wow, man. That had like 10 gigabytes or 10 megabytes of RAM. Close. 25. Whoa. Yeah, it had a uh, it had a twenty five megahertz Intel four eighty six CPU. Oh, dude, that's so fast! And a two hundred megabyte hard disk. Wow! It had two hundred megabytes of storage. Wow, had that's an, like one picture. It had an eight bit color monitor that could display fucking two hundred and fifty six different colors. Oh my god, man, that's insane! Yeah, so I mean, comparing that to the latest iPhone. Which has an A13 bionic chip. Whatever the a, hell that means. With a 2.65 gigahertz CPU. Forget about it. Uh, and anywhere from 64 to 256 gigabytes of memory. And a 4K retina display. Yeah. Which, comparing that to an 8-bit display, has uh, the 4K has a, um, let's see, what the Seven? fuck? Are you trying to sell a fucking iPhone to people? No, I, I hate iPhones. I really do. What the hell is going made on for here? babies. It's, it's an impressive piece of technology. Okay, all right. It really is. We're it, talking about Edward Snowden. We're not talking about fucking iPhones. 
Think about that. It's, it, these two things came out 25 years apart. I know, just like Edward Snowden. One of them was in America, the other one's in Russia. We went from an 8-bit color <laughs> monitor that can show 256 different colors, right? Yeah, to that's pretty impressive. To a 4K retina display, which has like 1,800 by 830 pixels per square inch. Yeah, and everybody still uses the same 256 colors. I Go know. figure. I don't know why. Like we need to develop mantis shrimp eyes. Yeah, did like I, did, have you seen how they like? I've seen a YouTube video like this is how they look. Everything's like black. Yeah, I mean it it's, looks like a fucking. Well, I mean to be fair, if, if you're looking at color, yeah, depends on how you're looking at it. If it's if it's light, mm-hmm. it's the opposite of like painting, right? Right. Because with painting, you combine all the colors, it turns to black. Yeah. And the absence of all colors is white. Right. With lighting, the combination of all colors is white, and the absence of all color is black. They're the exact opposite. But mm. With a mantis shrimp, it sees like, what, 20, it has 26 rods and it cones? Has, yeah, it has 26, yeah, whatever. Well, we have three? Yeah, we have RGB. Yeah. So, to us, 10 billion. because it's a blend of so many colors, and we're trying to portray it in a way that is closer to painting than lighting. Yeah. It's going to look black. We can't it, see it. It's pretty trippy, though. It's like everything is black, but everything has a rainbow color outline. Because mm-hmm. they're they showing fish, and like fish are, you know, very colorful and everything. And it's just like... And they reflect light in like every possible direction. It's just so direction. weird to see. It like, was tripping me out, dude. I was like, wow, bro. Like, you know, if you, had mantis, if you had mantis shrimp eyes, you might be able to uh, convince me we have chemtrails. Okay, no. It'd probably be a different color. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Than clouds. Yeah, no, and they would you be would able be to, able to discern it. Well, the only thing that'd be uh, that would uh, stop me from having that is uh, my lazy eyes. I'd be like, I can see in eighty-five thousand colors, but I can't see straight. <laughs> I mean, it happens, man. It happens. Uh, now, so back to Snowden. Oh yeah. With his uh, compact Presario four twenty-five, he was able to get onto the internet. <laughs> With something that you will remember very well, and people my age will remember from TV shows. Yeah. Dial-up connection. Which literally is plugging a computer into a wall and basically calling into the internet to connect to your computer. Internet calling. And that's one of the things he talks about is that like when he was a kid, he would pick up the phone line just to hear it. Because he, he thought it was insane yeah. that you could literally hear computers talking to one another. Oh, man, you can hear and that's how they sound. Because they're just computing information yeah, so quickly. Ones and zeros, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at Y2K. <sighs> what the fuck is a two? <laughs> exactly. Wait, this 1900 is, is ending? We've been doing it for like a thousand years now. You know, uh, people still look at Y2K as a joke, but we fucking... The U.S. government poured millions of dollars into fixing that issue so it actually didn't crash all of our servers because it was a real thing it was a real fucking issue and you can look as far as as a wwe 2k20 uh when 2020 hit the game stopped working because it it couldn't it couldn't comprehend the 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 new decade wait what the the game uh wwe 2k20 like it won't play 
on like a PS4 or a Xbox 360 after January 1st. Why was it was it made for 1920 or something? <laughs> I like don't, what's I don't, the issue there? I don't same thing. We we need to invest a million dollars into it to fucking get these governments to fucking fix WWE. I also love that uh the biggest story of the century so far is like, "Hey, make sure to fully write out the year on your checks, otherwise someone can just write a fucking 21 after it and cash it next year." You're right. Can't just abbreviate the year this time. Sorry, guys. It's gonna be ten years of this. Oh man, you're right. I mean, it's gonna be more than ten years of this, but whatever. No, it's gonna be well, ten years, yeah, because twenty. No, it's only gonna be one year. Because if you write twenty-one, no one's waiting until. Hey, they're good. Twenty-one hundred. Why not, man? That's your. <laughs> That'd be good. I would. I would wait. Oh, you're gonna wait eighty years. I can. Well, I have like, the ability to. Okay. For what? I don't know. I'm aiming to die at 113 just so I can see three centuries. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Wouldn't that be crazy? I won't be able to live that long. No, I I'll, know you won't. I'll be lucky to. Fi- I'll be lucky if I'm still alive at the end of this podcast. Yeah, good. <sighs> shit. There he goes, guys. All right. Well, th- welcome back to Wild Wasteland. As always, I'm Dean Maldonado, and with me is the cold blue corpse of Michael Johnson. Say hello. <laughs> oh, thank you. All right, now shut up and let me do my job. Because it's skeleton. Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's his That's his fake jaw dropping off. Oh, no, no. He's trying to... I don't know what you're doing right now. What was uh, the psh for? I, something fell and hit the ground. Uh-huh. My jaw... The, my jaw hit the floor literally because okay. it fell this, off because it's a bone. This bit has been going on for too long. <laughs> uh, you lost me. Yeah. And I'm hard to lose. And you're sitting right in front of me. I know, right? I can see you. But so we have to take a little side, a little side turn, real quick, to uh, mm-hmm. talk about the what's called Web 1.0. Uh, right? The Web 1.0. Because this is a massive theory about the internet and technology. Right. Is Web 1.0, 2.0, 3.0. We're currently in four. No, if we hit. Uh, fucking 3.0. When this baby hits 3.0, you don't want to be standing behind it. I mean, technically, so the thought is, I'll I'll start with 1.0 because no one listening knows what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, no one, I don't even know what you're talking about and I read it. Web 1.0 is the first stage of the World Wide Web. Yes. WWW. Uh, They're all static pages and content is from a server's file like a file system that comes in. Pages are built using a server. Yes. Or a common gateway interface, a CGI. Now, frames and tables are put into position, elements that lie on the page, bullshit like that. Yeah, no. Basically, Netscape. Yeah. No, pretty much how every website is still run. Not really. Well, that's how I run all of our websites. <laughs> Static pages that never, that never change? Well, you got to update. I'm very excited for our future. So web 2.0 is when user generated content and usability started to happen, right? Put your sunglasses on boys cuz this thing is going into overdrive 2.0. It web 2.0 is also uh basically when it became a uh, a participatory social web. 
Ah, the social media. We need to go back to 1.0. Fuck everything that happened in 2.0. Yeah, I mean, 2.0 does involve podcasts, blogs, tagging things, curating with an RSS like we do for this, uh, social networking, social media, social bookmarking. Oh, shit. Web content voting. Um where you can make your own pages, it uses a yeah. lot of JavaScript. Ooh, not anymore. Not in. No, I not think they anymore. stopped. Right, Flash is going away in 2020. Is it now? Yeah. Hmm. It's gone. I mean, it's really easy to hack. Oh, well, you know. Wait, what are you hacking anyway? You want to beat the game? Maybe. Beat the Flash game and <laughs> Newgrounds. Well, Alien so Invader. We haven't hit Web 3.0 yet. Oh man, where is it? It's coming. What is it? It's like when it, the computer makes stuff for itself. Yes. Effectively, when we hit Web 3.0 is when a computer like AI creates another computer. So right up till now, we've had humans creating computers, right? The first computer was made uh, just for uh, the, like used punch cards and would do mathematic equations. <laughs> yeah. And then it was used in Nazi Germany for profiling of people and using it for a census in America. Um, All yeah. very important things. Uh, yeah, the American census was literally built off of a German system of how they profiled for Jews. Um, so you think about that. <laughs> I know, right? We're all using that technology. Now... <laughs> Computers were invented by Nazis. That's awesome. No, it was invented by before IBM. Before the Nazis. Before the Nazis. Yeah, they made it popular. Oh, they definitely popularized a lot of things. Like Healthcare. high, like 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 high, was it uh, knee boots? Oh, I thought you were going to say Heiling. <laughs> they made that popular. Uh, Zeke Heil? Yeah, yeah no. they definitely made that popular. All right. This fun thing we have. Yeah, Web 2.0. We were getting, we are talking about Web 3.0. Yeah, we were. So Web 3.0 is AI. There's going to be a, a marker. The singularity. It's when, yeah, it's when AI becomes smart enough to build itself a computer. They keep pushing it back because, like, the graph that they thought that technology moves in is, is kind of petering. Well, I don't it know is if you because, that. well, we're, we're kind of maxing out. Like, humans can only build such a good computer. Like, I thought we were done at the, at the, uh, at the, at the USB, but they made a new one. The USB-C? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, now I'm confused. They made another USB as well. That's going to phase out the USB-C eventually. Then what's even the point? I was thinking about getting a USB. I was like, USB-C, that's as, bad, that's as good as it's going to get. Never going to get any better. I mean, if you if you think that something's never going to get any better, you don't know technology. I mean, look, like, at, look at a car. Yeah, I see it. Ten years ago, the best thing about a new car is that you could turn it on with your key from inside your house. Man, that was pretty good. Remote the remote start. start, yeah. Now you have cars that not only can drive themselves, but most all cars in the market right now have some automated feature. That's terrible. I whether hate that. it's whether it's lane assistance, uh, automated parallel parking, yeah, or like the new Audis where you can literally go to the fucking supermarket, get out of your car, press the button, it goes and parks itself, turns itself off. And you press the button when you're in line, it turns itself back on and makes its way back to the front to pick you up. It's yeah. crazy shit that they can do. Yeah, which um, is all terrible. Sure. It's all, it's all what awful. Are you, what are you, a trucker? I'm just saying that when you, when, you, when you got into a little fender bender, right, with a 2002 
and you, you like you hit your bumper or something at 20 bucks 30 bucks now it's like 800 dollars to replace a fucking bumper because that's where all the technology is hit hidden. yeah i mean that's that's what i hate about tires you know all you know how most tires have like the automatic pressure oh, sensors right. yeah, in them. Yeah, now they all have now there's technology and even tires and you fucking Yeah, I know. They wanted me to spend like 150 bucks to replace one tire. So I went out yeah. and bought a $2 uh little fucking bike gauge. Uh, yeah, a little bike gauge yeah. and had them put that in the tire. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, it's just not going to like it's always going to say that you have to check your tires." I'm like, "That's fine. I don't yeah. care about a light on my dashboard. I'm not shelling out almost 200 bucks for a slight annoyance yeah yeah, for a tire exactly fuck yourself no like windshields now because uh, my friend has a a new car and the it has like windshield detection yeah it'll tell you when you're when you're not looking at the road or whatever it'll like beep at you (laughs) because that's that's how stupid people are i know and now to replace your window it's like 900 it used to be like a hundred dollars yeah but i mean we also you gotta remember we made an entire industry of people that their entire job is driving around looking at a cell phone. We didn't make it. All Uber and Lyft and yeah. all that other shit. They're literally, their entire job is making sure that they are focusing on the road and their right. cell phone and the person in the back. Well, you don't have to. I've never been focused on. Lucky you. Yeah. They're not like looking back. They're like, hey, how you doing? That's how Traffic's all of them a are bitch, for me. huh? Yeah, this guy was. Talking about how Armenians should go home, and I was like, I don't know where Armenians live. Armenia, I think. No, I mean, like, I don't know where their house is. I'm sure it's like probably oh. somewhere in the west side. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Armenia village. Yeah, little, little Armenia. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of Trump's 52 sites that they're going to attack. <laughs> it's little Armenia. What do we ever do to you? Um, We're but- not even Iranian. <laughs> you said it. You said that you're Iranian. <laughs> I heard it out your mouth. I. What? So, <laughs> I heard it out your mouth? No, no, no. Like, like um, the interviewer. So Web 3.0 is when is when oh. that exponential increase in technology will happen. Yeah. And that's because a computer will make a better computer, which then in turn can make a better computer. And so our computing processes, that's going to be ev- effectively the uh, the switch to turn on the matrix. Well, yeah, the, the matrix in the matrix, I guess. Precisely. Which is... Always the goal, which would. How about if that's like the? How about if that was the goal of this matrix that we're in? And as soon as that singularity happens, everything just. Boof. That'd be dope. It's like simulation completed. I say that would that would uh, mean that the movie The Matrix, uh, the Rick and Morty episode about the car battery, yeah, and uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy were all correct. 42 man because the hitchhiker's guide was that the earth is a computer yeah and humans are the processors yeah and we are figuring out the problem the computer's trying to solve and it will take us you know 4.2 billion years or some bullshit like that yeah and then they got the answer it was 42 and they're like wait what was the question fuck yeah well god damn it we forgot the question well no because deep thought was the one who gave them the answer and so they built the earth to figure out the question (laughs) Because the question is much harder to figure out than the answer. Yeah, sometimes it it do be like that. Sometimes it do, but so Web three is what we're aiming for. It's also what we're kind of terrified of. Yeah, because it's like Terminator status. 
Well, not even. It's it's more. I I feel like the the apocalypse would be more uh, logistics, like red tape, than than robots with laser guns. It's gonna be like, yeah, we uh we're we're uh, we're, good, we're super good at efficiency, and we realize humans aren't that efficient. So yeah, we're it's just gonna, gonna phase them out. It's gonna be that they're gonna like just like delete all of our bank accounts, like. All of our histories online will be gone, yeah. <laughs> and then people will honestly basically cease to exist. Yeah, they're like art, culture. Who? This is meaningless. Mm-hmm. Get this out of here. Yep. Delete, 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 delete. <laughs> That's actually a big point in the book. Is uh, how do you know something is deleted? That's what I always say. Because, and he he brings up a great point of have you ever noticed how long it takes to download a file? yet how quickly it can be deleted. Yeah. Like you can, it'll take you, you know, fucking hour to download, you know, a three and a half gigabyte movie, but to empty your trash can is one click, one click in 10 seconds. Because it's not always gone. No, it's never gone on a hard drive. Nothing is ever, you need to drill into your fucking hard drive if you want to keep anything secure. Yeah. And so that is why, Snowden's book is called Permanent Record. It's talking about the fact that we, <laughs> as a society, with computers, cultivated this ability to have a very permanent record on every person out there. Yeah. So let's get back to Edward Snowden, right? So when Snowden was younger, using the Commodore 65, he was on Web 1.0. Commodore 64. Thank you so much. Uh, sorry, actually, he was on the Compact Presario 425. Oh, okay. That's uh, where you got the five from. Exactly. 425. That's the time. Oh, really? Oh, shit. But so when he was on there, he was on the internet. And he was, like, as you were saying earlier, where everyone had random screen names. You could just make a new account and you're a new person. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. That's what he ta- He was talking about all that in the book. Is like, you know, it was a lot of fun because you had anonymity. You had the ability to make a profile, start an argument, yeah. and then make another profile and jump on the bit on the ga- on like the, the, the bandwagon uh-huh. of attacking your old profile for what they said. Yeah, no, that's I love that. It's, it's, they still do it on Reddit. Oh, I know they do. People have throwaway <laughs> accounts on Reddit all the time. And they uh, sometimes they forget to log out and then you you can see like, hey, you forgot to log out and log back in like, oh no. Mm-hmm. We caught you. Uh, I fooled myself. But so when he was in these chat rooms, he was talking about hacking and about coding and about computers and building them. And he was incredibly smart and very adept at understanding how all this stuff worked. And it was funny because he was like fucking 13 years old and he was working with like guys in like their 30s and 40s who are, you know, scientists. They're trying to understand how this Internet thing can be built. Yeah. And he's just like a fucking... 12 year old who's actually not a troll and actually understands it oh my god so as a teenager he got a job as a freelancer Mm -hmm. um building this website for this woman who he was obsessed with she was like in one of these he like took a class on you know like web page building yeah and she was in the class and then she was like in her 30s and he was just like in love with her Right, bigtitties.city.com. Like, yeah, basically. And she actually lived on the grounds of NSA headquarters in Maryland, which is where he would go every day to work with her on building this website. Yeah, I bet. Um, 
And he worked with her all the way up until 9-11-2001. Oh, she died. You know, when someone flew a plane into another into one building and then Never another guy. Well, so basically what happens it, on 9-11-2001 is that yeah. like this like one guy... He's like this like team of like guys that like took over a plane yeah. and they like flew it into a building. And so these other guys were like, Oh, Hey, that looks like a great idea. Let's detect that similar building. Oh. And like, for some reason, like a building across the town collapses yeah. and like a bomb blows up in the Pentagon, but everyone says it's an airplane and then another airplane fell out of the sky in Pennsylvania. It was a, it was a bad day for airplanes. Yeah. You know, like it sounds like it or yeah, buildings, like both Bu- probably worse for buildings. Yeah. I mean, people just say, you know, worse for America, but like, pfft. Come on. Come on. Think about the buildings. Here, Seriously. Man. Buildings Those are international. Yeah. yeah. They're the world trade centers, you know? Oh, my God. That's what they're going after. Yeah. The world. The world, dude. And so so what did Snowden do? Uh, you know, did he fucking cower in fear? Did he try and hack into the mainframe of whatever terrorist cell did this? Hack no. the world, dude. He did what every single fucking burnout from my high school did, and he joined the army. Oh, yeah. No, that was a good... He enlisted. Patriotism. Basically, immediately. Yeah. And not only did he uh, join the army, he enlisted for special forces, which is much tougher training, much tougher to get into. You got to lift a log up, and if you puke in the the circle, you got to pick it up and get it out of the circle, because you got to keep my circle clean. Something like that, yeah. I saw saw the videos. Oh, you did? (laughs) Yeah, like I don't the, think we should be watching those videos. The, the Marine recruitment videos? Oh, that's Marines. Yeah, special. what are special forces? In the Army? Yeah, what do they do? I mean, very similar stuff. Oh, they wear all black, though. They're the scary ones. Yeah, they're the Zero one. Dark Thirty. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the a, that's a type. Oh, okay. But, um, so he wanted to be in ground forces and not in a technical role because for some reason he fucking was like, I don't want just to use my computer skills. Like he even says, he's like, it was really, he's like, it sounds very narcissistic of me, but like, yeah, I've never really tried when I used computers. Wow. He's like, until I started working for the government using computers. And that's why I didn't want to do it beforehand. Um, oh, so like he was like, this is more of a hobby. I don't really want to make this my day job. Yeah, well, he just didn't think he could be as effective in helping the country. Right. On a computer as he could being in the front lines. But he's a nerd. He was he's pretty fit. Yeah, he's a fit nerd. Yeah, exactly. Like this guy like and he has his a really face. he used to have a really southern accent too. Oh, he's he from, is from North, North Carolina. Carolina. Yeah. You're from North Carolina. No, I'm not. But <laughs> <laughs> like out of all the states I am from, that's not one of them. Oh, yeah, no, I know. But so You're from uh Florida. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's why I'm so strange. <laughs> well, he he went into uh, wasteland. Oh my god. Do you want to hear about Snowden or no? We're, we're trying to get to Snowden. You keep sidetracking us with weird commentary. Yeah, I guess I do. I'm so sorry. The He went into basic training for the special forces, and he literally broke himself so badly that he wasn't even allowed to be deployed. Because he's a nerd. Well, because he was super skinny and really light, and they paired him up with like the heaviest guy there who was like, Fucking like two hundred twenty five pounds, kind of shit. Like yeah. he's like a scrawny, like one thirty five kind of thing. And there were, you know, times where you have to like climb up a wall, jump down the other side, pick up your your buddy who his guy was like picking up Shrek, and run like a hundred meters with him on your shoulders. Put him down, he picks you up, and runs for a hundred meters, and you do it again. 
he had uh he had these like micro fractures through his entire leg. Oh. Where basically because I guess the next thing they were gonna do was uh jump school, which is where you jump out of airplanes. Oh man, that that would be the best day in, in school. And uh the doctor straight up told me he's like, if you jump out of an airplane, your legs will disintegrate on impact. <laughs> he's like the bones in your legs oh, will man. just straight up entirely shatter. Like, you can't do it. <laughs> you have so many micro fractures that I don't even know how you're walking. Yeah. They're about to become major fractures though. And so he was actually discharged. So he's like the donkey from Shrek. Kind of. Yeah. Um, but he wasn't, you know, it's not like uh dishonorable discharge or honorable discharge because he wasn't in service. No. So it he was actually leg had, discharge. It's called administrative separation. Oh. Which is basically when you're barely into the army and you haven't been you aren't serving yet, you're still yeah. training. And you can't continue, but you don't want to quit. To quit. They're like, hey. We just got to separate. We got to see other people. We can give you this, this administrative separation, or you can wait until you're healed and then start basic training over again and hope that you get back into that special forces unit that you got into the first time. Yeah. So he was like, fuck. All right. I guess I'll take the administrative separation. And later he he looks back on it and was like, wait, that was a really sneaky way for them to not have to pay any of my medical bills. Oh. Because it was a clean cut. So they were like, any injuries you got, sorry. You got to fix them yourself. Oh, man. Fuck, man. These guys, I get why he fucking blew the whistle, man. Well, I, I wanted to read you, you know, you know, cadences, like when they're running and they're chanting shit. Oh, no, I don't. I know what a cadence is. Well, so there's one that he put in the book that I just... You love? Fucking love, yeah. Okay. It's, I went to the desert where the terrorists run, pulled out my machete, pulled out my gun. Left, right, left, right, kill, kill, kill. Mess with us and you know we will. I went to the caves where the terrorists hide pulled out a grenade and threw it inside left right left right kill 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 mess with us and you know we will oh that's like a nice little chant that you it's like a it's like a dr seuss for the (laughs) alt-right it's like incel dr seuss no you gotta you gotta get everyone pumped up to murder people dude you do you have to desensitize them to that was a that was a big thing in a in a black mirror episode where they um, were killing the roaches, and they're at war right. with the roaches. Yeah. And it turns out that they, like, had been more or less, like... They're people. Yeah, well, they were, they were just regular people. Yeah. And they these people were... The, the soldiers were trained and psychologically fucked with yeah. to not even be able to see them as people. Well, because then they also have, like... Well, they had a breakdown. Technology or something? Yeah, they, they had a chip in them. But yeah. They, they had a breakdown in the episode of, like... How in like the Revolutionary War, most soldiers and the Civil War, most soldiers like shot over the heads of everyone else because it's like their fucking cousin. Yeah, no, they they say that in the in uh, the men that stare at goats too. Mm-hmm. Like Vietnam, like people were shooting above their heads because you know innately most humans don't want to kill another person just because they were told to. Yeah, that's that's why you got to break people down. Exactly, got to run fifteen miles every day. So you stop thinking. Mm-hmm. So you just take orders. Yeah. That's what the army is very good for. Yeah. Now. 
subscribe to our podcast. Yeah, please do. <laughs> we won't make you run. I promise. Well, yeah, we're not going to make you run. You're going to make yourself run. Yeah, yeah. We're going to motivate you to run. Yeah. This is a motivational podcast. You now. can listen to this while you're running. Yeah, I know. Russell Brand is coming on next week to talk about depression. So it's going to be a fun time. <laughs> now, uh, Snowden's out of the army. Oh. And his body's fucking broken. So he is on bed rest and he's like, well, I guess I can start using my computer skills. Well, got nothing else to do. Yeah. Should be doing this thing that I've been doing my whole life. So how does one go about using your skills for the betterment of the country is you apply to places that utilize technology, like the NSA, the CIA, the FBI. But to apply to those places, you need to have certain clearance for those jobs that you want. Right. Not only do you need that, you also need um, certification. Now, Microsoft does most all certification, which is there's a bunch of different levels of the certification saying how good you are with computers. Yeah. Or like basically like there's a level of like, oh, they're good enough with a computer to manage software Mm -hmm. where they can just manage whatever kind of back of the house software issues you have. Then there's another one where they can do software and hardware. And there's a one that, so effectively the one that Snowden gets is the top, top, top level Mm -hmm. where anything that involves a computer he can do. Wow. Because he's he's very, very adept. Now, he also got the uh, the TS slash SCI, which is top secret with a sensitive compartmented information qualifier. So basically... He has top secret clearance and can see sensitive compartmented information. Okay. Um, and then they had to go through what's called the single scope background investigation. And this is where the government just says, okay, here you go, fill out this form. We'll, we'll get back to you. And that's when they go through all of your fucking... They go through every record that you have on the internet, in schools. They talk to your friends, your families, your enemies. They look at your uh, medical history to see any drug usage. They interview you under a lie detector. Yeah. Basically to see if there's anything in your life that someone can blackmail you for later. Yeah, they want to know so they they can blackmail you later. Well, they want to know so that if someone tries, then they're like, well, we already knew. You know, kind of blows up the entire blackmail scheme. That and uh, so they went into his permanent record, huh? <laughs> well, no, because they didn't find much uh, of anything internet-wise. Because he even writes about how he was like freaking out because he was like, "What if they find, you know, those throwaway accounts where I was just trolling people? What if they and, find all my Pornhub accounts?" Well, that's that's one of the things too. He's like, he's like, that doesn't matter. Like everyone looks at porn, so that's not gonna like okay. De- that's not gonna like disqualify but you. But come on, like he he definitely looks at some weird porn, dude. Maybe. You know, I, don't, I don't know his life. Hentai, dude. The guy does. The guy can't have a credit card. Oh no! Why not? Bad because, credit. No, people will track him. Who? Snowden. He oh. is. He is so off the grid. It's incredible. Russians don't have credit cards. He pays everything in cash. In Russian cash? Yeah, rubles. Now, um, it's a lot. We're going to get more into detail on Snowden next week. Right. Because he's about to start freelancing for the government, which is where this whole thing starts to happen. No. 
So this was a this is a baseline intro to who he is, yeah, and a is lot of sidetracking f- about what the internet is. And uh, actually, here's a little fun fe- fun little thing for you before we go is uh, while he's waiting for his background check, Snowden actually met his now wife, Lindsay Mills, oh. on HotOrNot.com. That's pretty good. Which came out well before MySpace, Facebook, and that shit. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, so I guess online dating works. I I guess if you're a whistleblower, yeah. Now we, yeah. Like, how do you how do you meet girls now? Like, there's no like you can't do Tinder. Yeah, he Is can't. it like whistleblowers.com? <laughs> there might be. I mean, there's not many of them. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I guess before we go, I will tell you that like whistleblowing, we've had federal whistleblower protections. Yeah. Since 1778. Two years after the go- after the country started, wow. Yeah, because there were whistleblowers about a naval officer who was capturing prisoners of war and starving them and beating them without and asking throwing any them over the boat. <laughs> and so he, they went to their higher ups and they said, "We don't fucking care." They went to the head of the navy. The navy, the head of the navy, was like, "We don't fucking care." So they went to Congress and they were the first whistleblowers. And so that's when they made whistleblower protections, right? Which our current president doesn't give a fuck about. Yeah, because he kind of he just says names. Yeah, I know. He's like, oh, I think this could be the person who's maybe. As I've been ranting and raving for the last month, trying to destroy this country because they hate me. It's like how narcissistic do you have to be? Jeez. However, um, Edward Snowden was is and still is one of the most major whistleblowers in modern history outside of Chelsea Manning. Mm-hmm. Because of what he brings, what he brings to light, yeah, and what he brings to light, we're gonna tell you next week. Oh, that's a good, that's a good cliffhanger. Yeah, I know. I've I've heard that I'm supposed to say like and subscribe, but I don't know what they're gonna like uh, about cares? any of this. <laughs> yeah, who gives a shit? <laughs> Honestly, I don't know. Like, I've been searching and nobody does. Yeah, no, everybody does. Like all that crappy, all those crappy YouTubers and everybody else. Yeah, I mean, they, but they don't give a shit about big things. They don't give a shit about real things. They give a shit yeah. about bullshit. Yeah, come back next week where I shove a piece of cheese in my ass. <laughs> See what happens. I'm yeah. doing science experiments here. Oh, like the guy who uh, super glued his asshole shut and then ate, uh, like, I think it was two quesarito boxes from Taco Bell and then a whole box of laxatives. Dude, you were asking for trouble. <laughs> Yeah, especially when you super glue your asshole shut first. Man, I didn't see that. What happened? Uh, eventually, the super glue did not hold. Oh. But it like swelled up, made like a big pocket of shit in his sphincter. Uh, 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 I don't know why I just asked. I, I, knew, I, don't know I why, knew it was going to happen. I don't know why you asked either, honestly. I mean, uh, you knew <laughs> I was going to tell you. Yeah. Well, However, that's interesting shit, huh, Snowden? Yeah, yeah, so I'm a big fan of the guy... And you'll find out a little more why next week when we're talking about what the actual permanent record was, who built it, yeah, uh, and how he came to have access, as you were asking, how he came to have access to things that even our presidents and Speaker of the House and yeah. you know head of the CIA don't even have. He could he could read the HTML. He could see it, like in the Matrix. Well, no, he made a thing called Heartbeat. Uh-oh. Now, Heartbeat, we'll get to next week because it's super... That's the thing is I have to break it up because it's so in-depth. Yeah, no. I'm not going to sit here and bore you for an hour well, on one thing. I'm playing with this thing. 
I know you are, but the, our listeners are playing with their dicks, so. I Isn't that weird to imagine? To know, not even to imagine. that someone out there, if they're listening to this. Could be masturbating? No, they are. There's no two ways about it. They not, they might not even be masturbating to us. They could just be playing in the background. I hope so. And they're just like watching porn. They got like bored. And watching porn on silent while we're <laughs> while we're just talking over it. That sounds like the worst Mystery Science Theater 3000 of all time. Well, just like uh, stepmom abuses stepson, and we're just chatting about Snowden. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope you come, Jim. Yeah, seriously, and also close your fucking blinds, dude. Yeah, dude. We can see, like, we, we can, can see right see across you, the street. Okay. We're and live streaming it. We are. That video camera's been going for a while. So has he. Wow. What's stamina? Oh, jeez. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Yeah, I hope so, too. It's a little disjointed, but I don't mind. Remember, uh, stay wild and say some... Uh, oh, God, let me oh, try you it fucked it up. I did, I did, I did, I did. I fucked it up real bad. I usually fuck it up. I know. You fucked it up. I don't know how I feel about this. You're the one that's supposed to be... Snowden just fried your brain. Well, I don't think Snowden fried my brain. I think my brain is trying to understand what's going on as I'm exhausted and also drank five shots of espresso. Yeah, me too. So, remember, stay vigilant, <laughs> stay wild, and come on back next week so we'll tell you a little bit more about how this whistleblower uh, blew up our fucking country. Yeah. Love it. Go Love fuck, you. Go fuck yourself. Oh.